Hello, welcome back into the podcast, This Week in Baseball. I am your host, Young Stud, and we're going to get right into what happened this past week in baseball, as by the title of my podcast, for the past seven days that I've been gone. And I know a lot of people have made this a very big deal, which I didn't want to make it a big deal. I don't want to make it a huge deal, okay? I, I really don't. But I do have to talk about it because I have to. It was one of the bigger topics this past week. And in the Bronx, Josh Donaldson and T.A., Tim Anderson, like call him T.A., got into it again this week. They met up a few weeks ago in Chicago, got into it there, played again this week in the Bronx, and they got into it again in suing a bench's clearing. Came out post-game that Tim Anderson didn't play like that because Josh Donaldson called him Jackie. I'm not sure if that was during the the benches clearing or at like at, at second base or whatever. Which Josh Donaldson did come out and say he called him Jackie before during the game a few years ago. Now for context, Tim Anderson called himself Jackie Robinson. About three years ago, after a game, inciting that he's the modern-day Jackie because he's changing the game. He's changing the game. He's bringing a new energy, flavor to the game, whatever. Which, to me, and a lot of people, or most people, think that is kind of ludicrous to compare yourself to Jackie Robinson. I mean, I just... I don't see the comparisons there. I'm sorry to you. You're a good player, but you're not Jackie Robinson. Nobody will ever be Jackie Robinson. So that was just kind of a ludicrous statement. And basically, Josh Donaldson is is known to be a polarizing figure in baseball. And some people love him. Some people hate him. I personally am a Josh Donaldson fan. have his jersey. He signed for me a few years ago, and I don't have nothing to. I don't have no bad thing to say about Josh Donaldson personally. So, to me, this whole incident is just blown out of proportion. And then Tony Russa, the the White Sox manager, said it was racial or it was racist. It was racism by Donaldson, and I, I just don't see that. I, I really don't. Josh Donaldson is a very humor guy, I, I don't know what other way to put it, but, you know, he'll do that to you, he'll, he'll, he'll he's not afraid to speak out and call you out, which, for instance, T.A. called himself Jackie, and he, Josh said, what's up, Jackie, I mean, big deal, right, of course, that it's a big deal to the ESPN media, who couldn't stop showing T.A. and Donaldson during Sunday Night Baseball, but again, blown out of proportion, move on no racial stuff whatsoever i know a lot, there's a and there's a small group of people out there who think it is racist and oh my gosh he's a he's a horrible person and you're just soft that's it you're just soft so moving on to the west coast my guy mookie bets um he's a dodger and he is putting up mvp 
numbers this season. Now, he got off to kind of a cold start. He did. And ever since I went to my first game, he's just been on an absolute tear. He's been on a tear, which was April 30th. Ever since around that time, he is hitting route 340, has the most homers in baseball the last time I checked. OPS is amazing. He's been doing great. And I would love to see Mookie Betts win a Dodger MVP, a few Dodger MVPs, and go into Cooperstown with that Dodger cap on his head. And it's great to see Mookie Betts on fire, carrying the Dodgers to their great record so far. He's really been helping us win games. His defense is really, really good out there in right field throwing so many guys out, which I don't understand why people are still running on Mookie Betts. What, when are they going to learn? I can't tell you how many times guys have been, you know, tagged out at home plate, third base, second base, whenever, because they're running on Mookie Betts' arm. Like, don't do it. So just don't do that. Mookie Betts has been killing it. Hope he wins the MVP. If he keeps doing this, he has a really good shot. And I have no doubt he's very capable of doing it. So, awesome player to watch up close. And we're lucky to have him here in L.A. With Adley Rutschman coming up this past week, one of the top prospects, I think he was the number one prospect in baseball to uh, get to debut. So, congratulations to him. The Orioles getting a, uh, a big piece to help him in the future. Oregon State guy, you know, I watched him in the College World Series, and, you know, he's in the big leagues now. He is 24 years old, and, like I said, I remember watching him in the College World Series, and Oregon State was really good with Nick Madrigal and all those guys. They were a fun team to watch. I'm not an Oregon State fan by any means, but pretty nostalgic times, pretty dominant teams, and he was a big part of that. So to see him come up with Orioles this past week, which I wanted to touch on, the rookies, class of 2022 so far which to me like no one has really stood out maybe to you guys but to me no one has really stood out like this guy's rookie of the year candidate you know mark it down now again it's 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 about to be june like you know what i'm saying so it's not really super early it's about to be june we're a quarter of the way through the season already so no one has really lit the world on fire as far as a rookie in either league, again, a lot of these guys have all-star potential, for sure. Including Bobby Wood Jr., Jared Kalanick, who's been terrible. Julio Rodriguez, the Mariners, who have been also terrible. I kind of saw that coming. They were, they massively overachieved last year, so. They were, and they still missed the playoffs, so. They were due for a down season. We got Bobby Wood Jr., Julio Rodriguez, Jerry Kelling, Adley Rushman, Stephen Kwan. I'm not sure how he's doing. I, last time I checked, I heard about him like in the first week of April. He was like lighting the world on fire. I'm not sure if he still is out in Cleveland. I don't watch many Cleveland games. I know I'm missing a couple more rookies, but... Again, there's there's a few guys that have potential, and we'll see who does come out to take the cake. Wander Franco, my bad. Wander Franco, again, I don't really view him as a rookie because he played like half of last year, but he is a rookie. 
So Wander Franco is probably going to win Rookie of the Year for the American League. Not thinking about it. So National League is up for grabs. I'm not sure he's winning the National League, but Wander Franco is going to be a star. He already is a star for the Rays, and yeah, Wander Franco is a pretty good player. So from Florida to New York. So the last Wednesday, literally right after my podcast, the Mets played and Max Scherzer was on the mound. And Max Scherzer got hurt. He was in the middle of an at-bat in the sixth inning and he literally just said, I'm out. I think it was like a 1-1 count. He called over the trainers and he said, I'm out, not doing this later. And that was, of course, later to be found that I think it was an oblique injury. Could be wrong, but he's going to be out for six to eight weeks, which is about two months. You could expect Max Scherzer to be out for two months. That's a huge blow to the Mets, who I think lost a series to the Giants this week. So, yeah. We'll see what the Mets do. They're coming into L.A. uh, next week. Do plan to see a game. So, we'll see what the Mets do from here. They already have no DeGrom. They have no Max Scherzer. And I predicted the Mets to finish third. They have not been a third-place team, partly because the National League East is terrible. Very mediocre. That's the best way to put it. Very mediocre National League East. And media always hypes up the National League East to be so great. And it's going to be a bloodbath. Every single year, whether it's the American League East or the National League East, one of the leagues is mediocre. When on paper, they're like, oh my gosh, every team is like good. Do y'all notice that? I I noticed that. And and all East is beyond mediocre. We'll see, like I said, who comes out of the bunch to challenge the Mets. But... Even without those two guys in the, in the rotation, they are still comfortably ahead of the second-place team. So, for the Mets, DeGrom is getting older. Max Scherzer is already old. They paid him $126 million for three years for a 37-year-old. So, good luck to them. Again, I have nothing but respect for Max Scherzer. He was amazing with the Dodgers. Awesome to see him in the Dodger blue uniform. But yeah, I mean, that's, it's hard not to say we didn't see this coming. Again, he had problems last year. He couldn't pitch game six with the LCS with the Dodgers, and he's injured. So we'll see what happens with the Mets going forward. Very interested to see how they shake out. And lastly, I want to touch on the Houston Astros and specifically Justin Verlander which reminds me or brings me to back to my rookies. Jeremy Pena is going to challenge Wander Franco for the AL Rookie of the Year. How can I forget? He's on my fantasy team. Jeremy Pena, I am a huge Jeremy Pena fan. I really like Jeremy Pena. How could I forget him? What am I talking about? But again, Wander Franco, Jeremy Pena, flip a coin, Rookie of the Year. Absolute studs. But Justin Verlander has been an absolute stud for the Astros. He, he's like 40 years old. He's he's really up there with age, like Max Scherzer. Again, came out in the same air, right? And Houston has been home for JV. Again, we all know him really with his Tigers days, but he was traded during the 2017 season to the Astros, and he, it's been the perfect fit ever since. He did have Tommy John surgery last year. So, yeah, he was out all of last year. I think he was out most of 2020, if not all of 2020. 
and he's back looking better than ever with the Astros. I have I picked him on my fantasy team. I must say I I was like you know what I hope he does well because I don't have any grudge against Justin Verlander. He's an all-time pitcher. He's a future Hall of Famer and. He has, like, the best ERA, I believe, in baseball, not the American League. He's been lights out for the Astros, so that's a huge, huge piece for the Astros. Who are in first place, even without Lance McCullers, who is also an ace for the Astros. Think about that. They're still going to get Lance McCullers back. So watch out for Houston. They're, you know, they're probably going to go back to the ALCS at the very least. I mean... I don't see them losing at least until the ALCS. So, shout out Justin Verlander putting up numbers again and hope it continues. So, with that, that is going to wrap up this week in baseball episode number six. Okay. Number six, I believe it's number six. If it's not number six, it's number five. I'm going to get it right. I promise. Thank you guys so much for listening. Wherever you may be, it means a lot to take time out of your day. And again, I'll see you guys next Wednesday in This Week in Baseball.